I want to play a game. Start to look all over your house. Check under the cushions, under the couch. Look under the coffee table. And you found the Lost Remote Podcast. That's right. This week we are falling on to the 2004 James Wan film Saw. As Saw opens up with just a pair of guys chaining some pipes in the bathroom with an apparent dead guy in the middle of the floor. We learn that these two men are in a family-friendly game of the Jigsaw Killer. He's anonymous, and he likes to give his victims a chance to live or die based on the choices they make during his little games. Of course, you have to follow his rules. Dr. Lawrence Gordon and photographer Adam are the new participants in the Jigsaw game. Doc Gordon just needs to kill Adam by 6 p.m., and Adam just needs to survive after 6 p.m. to win the game. We get introduced to Detective Tapp and his partner, Detective Singh, as they target Lawrence to be the Jigsaw Killer. We get to see the other victims fail to win their games against Jigsaw and meet the only person to best the Game Master in a series of flashbacks shown through Doc Gordon. Will Larry kill the struggling paparazzo Adam, or will Adam escape? I am Zach, and as always, I am joined by Arthur and Brian. Listen to our thoughts and opinions on Saw, or don't. Choice is yours. So, gentlemen, how much did Arthur dislike watching Saw? <laughs> uh, first off, I, I I worry about having listeners that have to decide between, like, do I listen to the episode or do I slice <laughs> off my own foot? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know. That's a captive audience right there. <laughs> that is. Like, you've got the, like, the... The, the uh, phone playing in the middle of the room and they've got like one saw and it's not sharp enough for the chain. I, I don't know, Brian, you want to, you want to talk about your thoughts on saw? Oh, oh, oh wow. That was, that was a, yeah, a layup there. <laughs> okay. I was ready for Arthur to poo poo on it. Well, um, go ahead, Brian. my initial thoughts on the movie. I think I can remember the first time I saw it and I moderately enjoyed it. You know, it wasn't, as as you as I've explained in the past, I prefer supernatural stuff, so this one's automatically got a bit of a downgrade for me on likability. But as I watch it and begin to understand how you know movies are made, and sometimes we've seen, for example, uh, the new Schneider cut, you know, then all this other stuff is taken out of the movie, and then they put it back in, and I kind of wonder if this when they started this project, if it was meant to be something a little different, more along the lines of seven than what we got. How far off do you think it got from seven? Because that was my first... <sighs> getting, getting out of the movie... So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'll talk about like my uh, opinion on this. But like the first thing I think of is, is seven coming out of this movie. So I did... It just felt like they wanted to do seven, but it's got a slasher for sequels. Like, do you do you think it wasn't uh, envisioned like that? My my no. My initial thoughts of it was they wanted to have a bit of a seven flick, but at some point, either in the middle of production or near the end or even post, and they, it feels like the film was initially made to be shown in actual event order rather than explaining a lot of things in flashback. Uh, so you think it's probably originally meant to be like a two-hour film? 
Well, something something along those and lines. I, I think or a, lo a lot of the, whatever. I think a lot of the doctor stuff and the the private photographer was um, thought of later. The, not 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 as not as in it happening. I just think um, them them starting the film the way they did with them in the in the room wasn't the initial intent. Hmm. I think barbed wire guy was the initial intent. Well, I I haven't seen it, but there is a treatment done on this um, right before with uh, the writer actually played the doctor in it, and I you know I haven't seen it. I just saw that there was um, something with it, and I'm curious about if that is actually how they were wanting to go, Brian. If it was meant to start with barbed wire guy, yeah, um, I think it was a lot of we need to add a little bit more mystery into it. But mm -hmm. that actually didn't work out. Uh, it, it it's hard it's hard for me to articulate at the moment. It's just like if you think of Seven and they first come along, Gluttony, you know, and it's the two detectives, right? And they they're they're beginning to realize there's going to be a series of events that unfold so after they come across uh, Greed, I believe. Then they're like, oh, there's going to be more. I think uh, what I can't I don't I don't know her name. It's the actress. Now, you don't see much of the film, but she's not a unknown actress. I think she had a larger role to play, and that got cut because the changes in the format. And that would be the lady detective, who is also in Starship Troopers. Yes. Yeah. Dina Meyer. Yes. She's yeah, in and some I, of the sequels, though, right? She's, I don't know. She is in. Yeah. Okay. So since our big hiatus. I have actually watched all seven saws and oh, jigsaw, and uh, yeah, that was a fun little trip. But I, I just watched it. She, uh, her character dies in the third one. Whoa! You can't. You just did spoilers oh, for I'm future. Sorry. Movie. I'm sorry. I'm spoiling a movie oh. that we're not going to watch anyway. So uh, no, I'm not but, saying yeah, for she... that, but like you know, there's spoilers okay. for saw. So she is in saw two and three. Yeah, and she is four. in Saw 2 and 3, and then she has flashbacks to her in different ones. Flashbacks. So, yeah, this, I mean, I could go into it a little bit at the end if you want, but, like, the Saw movies are all actually intertwined. No, yeah, it, it just feels like the stuff with the Doctor and his flashbacks going to where he's a suspect, even though they're still trying to play off you know, there's a little bit of red herring going on, but it's done poorly. I didn't feel like trace, chasing the red herring at all of the doctor still actually being the jigsaw killer because um, uh, Murtaugh is so set on him being the killer the entire time in every flashback he's in. I still think that the, that that's what really led me to believe that the movie was meant to be shot or meant to be shown uh, with a lot of the scenes they shot as prog progressing up to the point where they are in that room rather than starting the movie there and then introducing a lot of the uh, story through flashback because there's a lot of tension in other scenes that gets mitigated entirely because you know the person's going to be fine because they're supposed to end up in that room like yeah. the photographer in in his apartment there's no tension there it's like oh he's yeah it's like oh he's going to be kidnapped I, to me, the photographer, when he gets taken, that's all um, 
if it you know originally was supposed to be but how they cut the movie that's just a jump scare to like mm-hmm. but if you didn't see it coming you <laughs> really were not paying attention to what movie you were watching yeah um so i brian you talked about the first time you watched this actually the first time i watched this was with brian in yeah. 2004 2005 uh, we watched it at my house, and I don't know if that was the first time Brian watched it. I just remember that's the first Probably. time I watched it. And uh, there's a whole group of guys that I lived with at the time, and uh, we all yeah. sat and watched it. So. Yeah. And was everybody a fan, or what happened? It was all right. I think, I think initially when this came out, a lot of people were fans because of it was something, I don't know how different, but it's different for the mainstream. and uh, It's hype train. Yeah, and then they get on one. Mm-hmm. And when it came out on, on video, everybody, you know, you have to see this. You have to see this. You won't believe it. You won't believe it. And, you know, I it, I, I enjoy watching it. Uh, this is the one I really enjoy watching. Um, I don't watch it all that often, but it's it's the best of the series to me. I so my thing. It's competent for sure, or whatever. It's, you know, it is a slasher meets seven, a little more. You've got a franchise thing you can build up, blah, blah, blah. It tries to mystery box. It's get too cute a couple times. I, to me, it's just like, this might have been one of my favorite franchises ever if you let into more jigsaw fun and make it a little more fun. It's just so aggressively sadistic maybe that's the right use of that but it's just like it's almost punishing you as a viewer for watching it i feel like it just it could be fun like i look at escape room uh did either of you watch escape room uh came out two years ago um no because i already saw it when i watched saw in 2004 (laughs) yeah but you didn't because it's a group of people and it's fun oh so it's saw too it's a group of people and it's fun i enjoy Uh, this i'm i'm i want to say i enjoy this movie i mean no but there's a lot to crap on i'm not enjoying something is different than it being fun right like when i when i get into movies with slashers and and things you can tell which ones are fun and which ones are just You know, it feels like a try-hard thing. It feels, you know, it just... Yeah. Let so, me ask you this. When when you went to watch this, did you watch this with knowing that you weren't going to like it already, or did you actually give it I open? Went, I went open, um, and I and I watched... That's why I said it. it's a... It's... There's a solid movie in there, but it just, like, I didn't... I, that's not what my experience is when I want to watch a movie. It's just so aggressively dour and... And, and like it, lots of stuff is well done. <laughs> like that's the thing. I'm not saying it's a bad movie. I'm saying it's not my kind of movie. It's, it's just not for you. Okay. Um. Well, I'm glad I got to torture you with watching it. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, uh, <laughs> you know, it's funny. I'll talk about the couple of things that like weren't what I expected. I actually thought the whole movie was going to be working through the escape room. Uh, I did not expect so much out of the, the main scenario, you know, 
the bathroom set up with Carrie Elwes and the other guy. I thought we were going to spend the movie in that room. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, and so and I that's was actually I, more most interested in that. Like, that's where I think Brian's theory may have become come into effect because even though they're in the the bathroom, this movie jumps all like forward in time a lot. Like, yep. the it's two hours go by to when they find like almost everything, and then it's like four hours later in, in the movie that he comes up with the cigarette or whatever, and it's just huge gaps like they didn't do anything for long periods that they were sitting in there uh, but i still that's, think that's why i think the bathroom part a lot of that was an afterthought see i, think... I thought they knew that was the bread and butter and they tried they to did. add a movie into it like, after that's the fact that that's what yeah that's what i agree that's what i thought brian was they, trying to say they, is they, they they had it and then they, they realized they, hey they we can started, cut this other they stuff they started away. shooting with all the other stuff we got all the other Deaths and whatnot, and the detectives, and you know the suspicion, the, the suspicion of the doctor. That was all going to be, I think, linear storytelling, and then it was going to lead up to the uh, bathroom scene, and it would have been uh, just the bathroom scene at the end of the movie. See, I was I, saying, like, it felt like they had the bathroom scene, and then they're like, "Crap, this isn't enough. Let's add a movie around it." Like I, I hear what you're saying, and I'm just thinking the opposite. I also think uh, the, uh, I think, um, I don't think the original name of the movie was going to be Saw. What do you think it would have been? Something else, possibly yeah. Jigsaw. Because they think... like they like because we we get an an inkling that the guy's name's Jigsaw because <clears throat> in what was probably supposed to be the opening scene with the guy in the barbed wire trap. Uh, we get, you know, Murtaugh. He's talking. He's he sees the puzzle piece missing out of the guy. He's like Jigsaw. So that was, you know, that wasn't the first kill they ran into, obviously, because they know about this guy. And then we were going to go back and revisit uh, the other kill, and also get interviews with the doctor. And I, I just think that a lot of that stuff, like where the doctor was consulting his lawyer and then they go and confirm his alibi, I think there was going to be a lot more of that if it, it may have already been shot and just taken out of the flick um, because they did change it up so much because they were going to, you know, they're like, you know, we'll just bounce around in time. We don't have to show all this because now we're doing it from like a you know, flashback perspective. Uh, I, I think something around the lines of it being called Jigsaw was probably going to be the case. And they changed the name to Saw because of the literal saws in the film. Sure. Uh, that we ended up seeing anyway. So do you think the movie would have worked better if they'd have filmed it in the, if they'd have been sh uh, shown in linear? I think the linear, of... I, I think the flashback scenes would have been better. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was definitely very interested of the back, the back. In, in Danny Glover detective stories more, you know, like, um, I also am always interested in Dina Meyer, uh, you know, but it, it, I, I still think the, the money's in the bathroom, but I could have used more of it. It just, there was so much time in between moving that along. Well, that, uh, I mean, that, that plays into what I was saying, Arthur. It's yeah, just like, no, yeah, they, they, they realized that the bathroom scene was the hot shit and that's why everything changed. Yeah. That, that's an assumption on my part, obviously. I have no idea. Sure. But based on how the other scenes were and the uh, mystery they were trying to cultivate there, 
uh, actually doesn't play out at all. It doesn't even work on most of it. And, and... Yeah, that's. I mean, the only thing you know is that that the past scenes get is that hey, they thought this guy was a killer. Yeah. You know what will play into maybe some of the what? How do we think this was envisioned? Uh, the year before Saw came out, James Wan had done a short called Saw. Uh-huh. Uh huh. That's what I was talking about. The guy that wrote this is the one that plays the doctor in that. Well, I'm just saying, did you talk about that? Yes. I'm just saying, like, that'll tell you the parts <laughs> that they had already. Was the, yeah. You know, like, what kind of came first is what's in that short. It's kind of what they built off. Um, I like James Wan's uh, directorial filmography following Saw. Uh, he did uh, Dead Silence, Death Sentence. And it's like, man, he really needs a break. And then a video short called Doggy Heaven. <laughs> Which makes well, sense. Yeah, that just seems like you're, I need a break. No, he's following the... He's, he's, following robert rodriguez's uh, style yeah all right i need to throw what, a spy Desperado kids in here dust till dawn and then spy kids yeah <laughs> for the kids for the kids uh okay so that's that's the thing zach is i always knew or always assumed like this was just it's one of those like where's my daylight movies um mm-hmm. you know i I like my slashers where like Jason punches someone's head off, you know, or the there's, there's something where you're like, ha, that's fun. Whereas this, it's like you get the, the Zapruder film, the Zapruder film moment where he's rewatching the, uh, the trap popping over and over again. And there's no back into the left fun of it. It just, (laughs) (laughs) well, see, I didn't know if you, we're going to hold against this movie the style of horror that came that it no and and i was probably a little off on that i know it changed uh, i know it influenced movie posters for a few years after a ton of horror movies you know especially a lot of the direct-to-video ones did the the same color scheme of the saw poster Mm -hmm. and you know the very simplistic and almost that same font like it just it took over that genre, I still feel like I I think it took a lot of the fun away for a few years out of these types of movies. Like they all wanted to be like Saw and just like really show people what's up. Like, like Hostel. So I've never watched Hostel. Yep, uh, don't. I watched Hostel two, some of it. What about Hostel three? There is. Apparently there is, and it takes place in like Vegas or something. I don't know. I saw it whenever I was looking up what year Hostel came out. Whenever after I got done watching this, Kip Pardue. Yeah, there's <sighs> a Hostel Part Three, which, uh, hmm. yeah, I, I again, it's just you know, I was I was ready to be pleasantly surprised by. Uh, by saw and i was in certain ways like cop drama is always fun uh Mm -hmm. neck neck scar danny glover you know (laughs) working his way through that's that's all right uh seeing michael emerson in this uh is always good i 
almost hit him with my car one time. I was in Hawaii for work and it was a lunch break and I was going to this shopping center and uh, Michael, Michael Emerson being the uh, hospital worker who has to yeah, be our, yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> I was pulling into this parking lot and didn't notice a pedestrian and like had to hit my brakes and he looks up and I'm like, that's the dude who's screwing with all the people on Lost. And like for a second, like my foot was like, should I hit the gas? And then I let him pass. Like I could have saved everyone on the island, but then I might have screwed stuff up because he became more important as the show went on. You know, like uh, <laughs> so it was after this, but I still could have helped people in Lost. Uh, and that's also fun because you've got uh, another guy who wound up being on Lost on there, the other detective dude who needs to watch his step. Yep. Ken Lung. 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 Yeah. It's detective Singh. Yeah, Detective so, Singh. What did you think of uh, oh Shawnee Smith in this? Uh, did you think star of step- the Blob, Shawnee Smith. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I was ready for Harry Crumb to come in and save the day. Mm-hmm. Yep, me too. You know, I think we sang that the last time we mentioned Harry Crumb as well. <laughs> that's what you should do. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know why you wouldn't. Um, I know. I you know her role was was whatever. Uh, she she did some. She she held her own towards the end. It was nice. Um, um, she is also appears in the sequels, two and three. I just noticed that. So are are one, two, and three like a hard trilogy, and then four they decided to figure out how to make some more of them. Is that what went on, or? Um. All right. So without giving one. it away, because we're only doing spoilers for one. Okay. Uh, I will tell <laughs> Good you. Good luck. Brings her. Yeah. No joke. Right. <laughs> so he brings uh, Jigsaw. Brings her character. Um. Amanda back into Saw 2 to play another game with a whole house full of people. I think there's like six or seven of them. And then um, she is in Saw 3 and that kind of wraps up the main the main, like I guess the people from the first one. So <clears throat> but they, yeah, I mean they're all like all all the first seven of them intertwine pre a lot so which was one which was the streak where they were you know one every halloween or whatever yeah and so the whole let's let's talk about the whole motivation here he wants people to appreciate their life yes because he is dying and can't do anything to stop it right everybody's wasting the gift of life uh, right now we are by podcasting about the movie Saw, which meant we had to watch the movie Saw. Yep. Um, I enjoyed it. I'm. It's, Thank it's you. fine. I'm not. <laughs> so, <laughs> <Thank> you, <Zach. laughs> what? How effective do you think this is as a, like, especially like you would think Shawnee Smith's character appreciates her life now, and now she's got to get brought into the game again. How much well, more can she appreciate? Well, got to you've got to hang on to that to... feeling. Hang on to that feeling. If you watch it, just hang on to that feeling. Yeah, and and I'll leave it at that. She gets brought back in because she escapes. 
Mm. So whenever you watch this and you see the traps or the games, how many of those do you think you could have defeated? None. Really? I am pretty sure that if you took a second and looked in your surroundings and didn't panic, because everybody in these just panics. Every one of these is beatable. The The one that would have been the hardest to me was the one that Amanda or Shawnee Smith escapes, where you actually have to cut into a guy's intestines to escape. I think the other one. I disagree. That one was like the easiest. Why she got away. No, no, no. no. I'm, I'm talking about like mentally like that would have been the hardest to do to actually well of course she did think the guy was dead when she started cutting in him so that might have made it easier but like the guy that gets trapped with the barbed wire he could have there was no barbed wire on the floor he could have crawled his ass through there but he i'm telling you the whole thing is is you wake up they're panicked they just you know well all out and if uh, they actually took a step back and thought through it they could probably make it through most of these games if you crawl just cut his back Huh? They they a lot of that those scenes are just like super fast forward. They don't even want to linger on it. Yeah, I mean that guy. Well, I mean this is I've seen this a few times, so I've noticed like, hey, there's the ground's like two feet of it's clear underneath. Why is he not trying to crawl? Like when it cuts through him and he runs right into it, runs right into the barbed wire. Like that, he could crawl. The other one with the guy on the uh, with the candle that burns himself. The I think the the letters most of them are uniform, but there's some bigger letters that stick up or bigger numbers, sorry, that pop up. I think those are the combination. And I think you could have seen them without you know making out with the well, getting so close to the wall you could kiss it. What about before there was a big escape room boom? Do you think your mind worked that way? Mine doesn't. Mine just doesn't work escape room style. Well, uh, yeah. now everybody's been playing escape rooms at corporate events for you know like five years. Well, I've, sure. I've been to one escape room. Okay. Oh, uh, it's it's the fact probably that I've seen this a lot and I've sat there and been like, can nitpick things that I see like, oh, well, they, like even even Lawrence and Adam, I think they could have gotten out if they uh, the thing I would have cut off if, instead of cutting off my whole foot, I'd either cut off my heel or I'd have tried to cut the pipes that those are attached to. Great, Zach. Well, I'm saying, I mean, I think every one of them was escapable. How how much? Oh, you mean like the heel up to the bone? Yeah, yeah. So you don't cut your whole foot off and bleed out. Mm. Yeah, see, I, I don't think I have the fortitude for any of that. I'm just saying. I, I the Or the wherewithal, which is yeah, a word I Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I don't think I would have actually yeah. done it if I was in a situation. I'd probably panicked and killed myself just like everybody else did. But if... You know, you take a step back. I think all his games are beatable. Is it too much to say we should have just had more of the puppet and it should have been fun? That's what I'm. Uh, that goes back to what I was saying. I think it was more. It was meant to be something else entirely. Not entirely, but it was just meant to be a little bit of a different movie because there is yeah. there. It's it's a it's a horror movie with a bad guy with a gimmick. And the game, like his name, isn't even in the title. It's Saw. It's an implement that's only used in one of his death traps. Yeah. It's like, eh, I, I think, I think a lot of marketing went into, like, yeah. So there, yeah, you got that little short that they ha- that he has. It's called Saw. I imagine it was just that room. I imagine it was just that scene. 
and the intention with the full-length movie was to tell things up to that point and then have that scene. And I guess it just didn't work out that way in the end. I just wish it was fun. Funny. Yeah. I wish it was funny. I, I didn't like the... A... Uh, like, uh, and, and, and all the other traps, it's like fast forward through the, through the scene. Fast forward. Mm-hmm. It's like, eh, the whole like circular cam with uh, Shawnee, and then there's the fast forward of the guy walking around the, you know, looking at the walls in random places, you know, it's just like, eh. Do you... All right, let's, let's, uh, let's start moving forward a little here, but <laughs> the ending, did it get too cute for its own good, or did you think it worked? I'll go then. Yeah, it was a little too cute. It was a little too try-hard. I think, like, it feels weird. Like, the guy was an, uh, an older man, right? And he was on his way out. It kind of feels weird for him to say something as a tagline of game over. <laughs> well, and I, the only reason it is is because he starts everything with, I want to play a game. Yes. So but that the game's over. But yeah, yeah I get what you're but, saying. And that tagline actually goes throughout the whole series. Yep. Yeah, that, that's that's my point, is I don't know if... Like, obviously these are aimed at a particular audience who is more familiar with that particular line as to what it actually means, even though it's pretty straightforward what it means based on the words used. But... I don't know if game over was a common expression prior to video games. Maybe he saw himself a bit of a, of a game show host. And since they all had catchphrases, he just, you know, that would be his easiest. Maybe he's a big Nick Arcade fan, you know, in the 90s, even though he's older. Might have just... My, my point of saying that is <laughs> I don't think uh, the villain was all uh, properly thought out uh, head to toe. Yeah, I you know there's there's things there's flashes uh, like he, he's got this whole Assassin's Creed you know sleeve blades that are fun the games could be fun uh, but he also like because he's like this old dude he runs all like you know like his little hooded getaway looked really kind of silly you know when he got popped or whatever uh, uh, yeah it just he got away. <laughs> he did. Enjoy um, that plot armor. Um, no, just the ending. Uh, the the reveal. I. It was in the back of my mind. I thought one of the dudes was actually supposed to be the person, but I I had seen what the main bad guy was. So the body getting up, I forgot about that. And I, when Michael Emerson came running in, I was like, ah, I didn't think this was him. Maybe it's his son or something. But like, it was one of those like. If you thought Saw ended, wait till the ending of Saw. Um, yeah. And the little car chase scene was kind of funny to me with the way the music was and with the way it was shot. Um, it, it worked on the whole. The, I, on the whole, like I get why the movie was successful. Um, and I get who it's. You know, I get that it has an audience. Um, there's, there's no reason for me to rip it apart. Um, you know, there's like, there's a couple, couple things gets a little too cute. Doesn't exactly go for the stuff I would go for. Um, 
I am not planning on watching Spiral. Um, but Zach and Spiral coming out in a week or two? Uh, when Spiral will be out May 14th. Uh, so it'll be out pretty much the day this comes out. So wow. And I will watch Spiral in three to six months. <laughs> it'll be on HBO on Friday. No. It's nope. not an it's not a Warner Brothers movie. It's uh uh legendary films. Uh or Twisted legendary Pictures or whatever. Warner Brothers a lot. I thought it was one of the ones going to uh, HBO Max. Hmm. No, uh the what's coming out Friday on HBO Max, I think it's Those Who Wish Me Dead with Angelina Jolie. That sounds like it's one of the Saw movies. <laughs> 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 all right no I, uh, I don't believe so anything else to call out here any any new games you would uh do <laughs> any no, games you would add like things you would have wanted to see used um the i the, the one thing i was disappointed in is adam's goal was to survive to six and he did and they lock him in there anyway well, that's because he broke the rules, Zach. Well, Even though I break. disagree with the motivations of the character himself, I still think that, uh, you know, he was playing by a set of rules. Adam did break yeah, the rules. I, he was going to I, let Adam go, and then Adam's like, I'm going to shoot you anyway. Well, I mean, it wasn't Adam's fault that the gun just fell right next to him. No. But he did he reveal did to Adam how to, get his, how to get his keys. Yes. How to get free. He was like, yeah, he was like, yeah, your key's over there. Yeah. It went down the drain and he could have just, you know, tried to spend a little bit of time busting the tub up, getting it out of the P trap. Which was You think that plumbing was up to code? You don't think it went straight down the pipe? No. Uh, it has a I'm sure it has a P trap. Okay. It looked like it went right down the pipe in the flashback, so it probably did, but it you did. know. <laughs> Well, I mean, the P-trap's, uh, you know, it's part of the pipe. I don't know this. It, it's fine. It's, mm. trust me, guys, Wait. it's okay. So <laughs> you've, you've, you've seen a sink before, right? The pipe underneath? Yeah. To like a U oh, that you called the P-trap. Mm. <laughs> That's where the ring would have gone on Coed Confidential. Um, there's two people that are listening that'll get that. The like co-ed confidential from MTV from like the early 2000s, late no, 90s, but, early 2000s. No, Cinemax. Um, oh, yeah. Well, whatever. I know what it is. Yeah. No, but like there's a certain episode. Anyway. <laughs> this is so, episode. Okay. Uh, Brian Sweet Treats? No. <laughs> I, I've no gangs, no official gangs, no neighborhoods, no breakdown of where this might be you happening. Know, I, which I, hospital I, Carrie Elwes might have been working at? There's or... a problem. There's a problem with sweet treats. You know, I've really got to be interested in any of the like extended. Zach, in, sweet in treat. Okay, here's my sweet treat. If you look this up <laughs> it's on HBO, do what, Brian? It's just the movie. It's not you. Oh, if you look this up on HBO Max. They have the standard version and the extended cut version, and they are the same length. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wouldn't call that a sweet treat. I'd call that an epic failure. <laughs> hey, Which one did I watch? You didn't know. 
Have you watched Arthur? I watched. <laughs> I, I was worried about which one I watched. I don't see two versions. Okay. Um, good God. Well, because yeah, there isn't two versions. It's just one. No, there's not. It just says there's two. <laughs> Zach sees the SD and HD. Man, they must be desperate for content. They're just bullshitting like that. Well, all right. I think so, I, or go ahead. Because they they released all the other uh, all the other ones have like director's cuts or extended versions. Is and this the best there. one? All right, you ready? Uh, wow. Uh, is it like a for those who can't see this which is everyone listening um <laughs> zach just tried to show us uh the uh stats on the uh extended version and okay it's blurry, and we can't saying. even tell what we're looking at i guess I... those are three letters there that spell out saw but it just looks like a blob okay so yeah, it's, it's like just, a special okay, feature just... under the main listing all right i see it uh-huh. One hour 43 versus one hour 43 <laughs> <laughs> i just see. i found it found it humorous that is yeah, pretty good that, that is pretty funny i wouldn't qualify that as a sweet treat but well i mean it's it's, it's, it it's all i've got <laughs> <laughs> so is this the best of the franchise i believe so yeah does the franchise ever get zanier or it's still just the kind of same you know well, obviously they ramp hell. up traps and, and right death puzzles you know but that's about it, I think. I don't think stakes uh, remain higher, but it never gets lighter. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I they kind of get to a point, I think, where it's uh, if, especially if you watch them consecutively, like I did, uh, that they just kind of start getting funny because it's it's just like, oh, okay, this the traps just get dumber and dumber, and yeah. There's a crossover film. <laughs> <laughs> So you're sawing, there's a chance. Yeah. I would actually love to see uh... <laughs> Lloyd. <laughs> yeah. In the traps. Holy cow. Dumb and Dumber and Saw would be great. Yeah. Hello. We need to play a game. I like Parcheesi. You, know? <laughs> you want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? <laughs> Ma. A... Yeah. 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 Saw. Yeah. See. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm now far more entertained by the movie Saw. It was not that hard. Boom. <laughs> okay. You're welcome. So, yeah. uh, you want to move on? To, let's see what we're going to pair this with. <laughs> Why? Like, <laughs> think about what this could be. Yeah. <laughs> I want to write Saw Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. Um, All right, let's do pairings. Hit it, Arthur. What are you going to pair it with? I didn't even think about it, so you're supposed to go first. Yep. <laughs> okay, I'll go first. I will pair Saw with uh, Dead Silence. Is that the? Uh, is there a little uh, ventriloquist in that? What's, yeah, what's yes, it is. It's where the ventriloquist movie James Wan directed it as well. Okay. Yeah. Is it good? Yeah. Well, Zach, don't don't leap on the. Leap it's on been a while since I've seen it. Like... I really like Dead Silent. I mean, I don't really like it. I I can tolerate Dead Silence. Didn't James I like a... want to a True Detective season? Uh, he might have directed some episodes. Was season two his? No, it was all Nick. Whatever wrote it all. 
Okay. Same guy wrote it all. No, but there was. Keep talking about Dead Silence, but I'm going to look something. So up. Uh, I'm a big fan. I like Donnie Wahlberg and stuff. Like, um, so you know, I get to see Donnie Wahlberg, the character that uh, Arthur's buddy or entourage. Uh, Kevin Dillon plays an entourage, is based a little off of Donnie Wahlberg. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but I and I also like Ryan Quantine, who was in uh, True Blood. And he's the star of Dead Silence. So this is going to come off terribly. So I thought it was James Wan. Just once we started, once once I saw that Dead Silence had a detective and Saw had a detective, it made me think, detective. Oh, did he get True Detective? And James Wan directed Fast and the Furious Seven. I had it confused with the Fast and Furious director of Six, <laughs> or producer at least, uh, Justin Lin. So, sorry, Justin Lin, you are not James Wan. No. Uh, that one's on me. My bad. Well, there's at least 15 Fast and Furious. They're bound to... Well, there's, there's so much detective stuff. There's only eight. Uh, Zach, which, which do you show first? There's about to be uh, nine, and the car uses a bridge as like a grappling hook and swings away to safety. Uh, and it was the greatest trailer I've ever seen in theater history the other week. Yeah, I was I, well, I oh so I got to go to a movie theater for the like first time in a year to see something uh-oh. fun. I watched Nobody, and it rules. Oh, big recommendation that. on Nobody. I love that guy. I loved him uh, in Mister Show. Yeah. Okay. So it's John Wick meets <laughs> Red. Did you see Red? Bruce Willis. Retired. Uh, extremely dangerous. Yeah. Yes, I did. It's John Wick meets Red. Watch it. Nobody rules. Uh, and Fast and the Furious 9 trailer showed before the movie. And I almost giggled myself to death. It also <laughs> showed before Godzilla versus Kong. That's where I saw it. Did you see a car use a yes. bridge? As a I did. I kind of, I'm not going to lie. I kind of uh, looked down into my hand at that point. <laughs> I was like, oh, God. So... We're bringing up the Fast and the Furious movies. I'm, I'm sure that would have held which, up. Which one's the one with the submarine? I have no eight? clue. I would have to see so, Fast and Furious 1 to be no, able to tell seven. you about any of the no, Fast eight. and Furious movies. <laughs> I haven't seen I thought any. thought you had seen Fast and the Furious eight. 1. Nope. Oh, okay. Okay, so when uh, I had a guy I used to work with who talked about how much he liked Fast and the Furious until he watched... Uh, I think it was Vin Diesel or The Rock punched the torpedo in Fast and the Furious yeah, 8. He reaches out of the truck and he slides it away. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was the deal breaker. That that ended the suspicion. That's, oh, no. That's what it took. Uh-oh. <laughs> Me and my dad what a heartbreaker. Oh, my, my immersion. Went to go see Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> my immersion uh, is gone. <laughs> Me and my dad went to Hobbs and Shaw, and there was at least three different points where neither of us could breathe because we were laughing so hard. Uh, it was just, I just love that ever since five, they decided that it's an X-Men movie and the only superpower they have is car. Yeah. Like <laughs> they're so ridiculously wonderfully, but like just, I just think they have fun. With them. They have autokinesis. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I just, and I love like, I love it because I, right. oh, all right. Well, <laughs> Go ahead. In Hobbs and Shaw, because like the movie was done. They had a full movie, but because The Rock was 
you know, one of the two big stars in it, they had to do the let's go home 40 minutes to uh, like the Samoan islands and had like him and his family were able to defeat a bunch of uh, guns because they had Hakka powers and fire and like old car parts. It ruled. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Where they managed to send out like an EMP source to kill all the guns that they brought because <laughs> they were all <laughs> I love it and, uh, and you had Roman Reigns yeah mm-hmm. oh, and I had Elsa Gonzalez who's been popping up and stuff lately I like her she was in Godzilla vs. Kong she was the very attractive person there she's the one that died that Kong killed <sighs> I don't remember enough about the movie to know that Oh, she was in the vehicle, right? She was in the, the plane thing when they yeah, went to the center she of the was earth. Corporate evil or whatever stupid stuff. Yeah. Um Okay, so which is first? Dead silence or saw? <laughs> we'll put saw first and then dead silence. Making go through this this two movie thing. Like is it someone who appreciated it or are you mad at somebody? <laughs> no, I would appreciate it. I'd watch both of them. I I know, but like the concept of the double feature is like you're introducing this to somebody. I'm not mad at somebody. If you like, if you watch Saw, then Dead Silence won't be bad. If you like Saw, then Dead Silence is is not going to be something that just destroys you. It's it's a fun pairing. Brian, yeah, my pairing would be first we watch Saw. And then we watch a movie that does gruesome correctly, and that'd be the Terrifier. So the feeling I got from Terrifier is that I would it was going to be too much on that as well. Am I wrong, or is it got Have, fun? So I heard you haven't seen it still. No, no, but I heard it's so over the top. On it gruesome. is okay, 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 okay. Yeah. The gruesome stuff is, uh, when 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 comparing over the top. I feel that Saw does a lot of the the gimmick stuff is over the top a bit, right? Uh, not so much in the first one, but it does start getting wonky. But there's still a little bit of oh yeah, right in in Saw, in Terrifier. There's no elaborate setups for the um, gruesome stuff. It's more of it. It's a very. I'm thinking of one particular part, and and it's it's. There's a lot more psychology to it because the gruesome stuff isn't being done to the person in order to make the person feel terrible, even though they that's part of it. The primary goal of the gruesome stuff is the person that's watching it being done, and that's the person that's actually being targeted. And, and but the the um, clown figure i can't remember what his art the clown art the clown is very uh, he's one of those properly iconic terrible villains and amazing they he his the performance and just the look of things really pays off his Mm -hmm. best stuff in that movie is when he's not moving at all if that tells you something about the way he looks um yeah and the look, basically, the look of art the clown is incredible. Yeah. Um, basically, it's, and I, I, I appreciated the movie. I appreciated the movie more at the end of the movie because I was like, ooh, <laughs> because it struck a certain note with me. 
that you know that I like in my horror movies. And I was like, oh, well, that, you know, trying not to be a spoiler on it, because even though I, mm-hmm. I don't care about spoilers, other people do. I was like, oh, OK, that's an interesting take. I'm I'm actually pleased by this because now Art the Clown has a a larger scope to him and a great deal of mystery behind him. And that's from the last five minutes of the movie. Nice. Um, but yeah, it, it, I feel it's better than saw ever could be. And it's not even a mystery flick. It's just, it's, it's a better slasher killer movie by far. If you can stomach the, 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 there's really, Really, there's mainly just one really gruesome part in the movie. The rest of the violence is tolerable, very tolerable compared to that one particular scene. Gotcha. Now, at some point, I've thought about... If you see it, you'll know what scene I'm talking about. <laughs> right. I mean, it, I've, I've thought about, at some point, I'll I'll put my stuff aside and check it out just because the look of art is so good, but it hasn't happened yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, rush. Do what? Said no rush. When like it, it, it's got staying power. Let's just say that. I I guess I'm gonna take my nod from Zach here. Actually, you know what I'll go with. I I think this should have stayed in the room the whole movie, and I'm gonna go with a movie that did stay in the room the whole movie that I did like. Uh, did any of you ever see Circle? No. It was on Netflix. Might still be. Uh, it sounds familiar. I'm gonna look. It's got it. 60 it people, huh? Oh, never mind. No, not the Circle. Um, 2015 Circle. It's got what? Fifty strangers wake up in a room in a circle standing on a a red circle. Uh, And it's one of those, we've got to figure out what's happening here. Um, And there is a definite problem solving to it. There's a good, like, it's got a concept. It it executed well. Um, It would be terrifying to be a part of, but it's also got some humor to the way that it follows through. Like, I really dug it. Uh, so Circle was a nice find, and one that I avoided for a while because the cover made it look like another kind of... <clears throat> it just didn't look like it would have any fun to it. Like it had, you know... But Circle Circle was a good time, so I'd watch Circle first and then let people fall asleep during Saw. Circle Saw is your night. Um, yeah, go watch Circle. Yeah. The... Uh, I always, always kind of wondered if it would have a sequel. Rankings. Oof. Moment of truth. Zach, where do you yeah, want to start? Your pick, go first. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I this would actually fall somewhere in the middle for me. Um, it would not be in my top ten. Um, Batman Returns, Warriors, Blob, Basket Case, Valentine, My Bloody Valentine, Return to Oz, Remote Control, House, Hellraiser, Terror Train, Demonic Toys. I would probably watch this before I watch the original, or no, after I watch the original Basket Case. You like this better than Valentine? I did. 
I, I enjoy this movie. I just remember I'm... when I first saw it and, uh, you know, I mean, I don't think many people saw, uh, you know, John Kramer standing up as that no, was coming. I, yeah. So like, that's one of those things like, Oh, but when I... you know, I mean, after it's been out and you know, it's coming, I mean, you know, it's, coming. I didn't know it was coming. I was like, I, th- I was like, Oh, I thought there was something else to this. And then he got up and I was like, Oh, that's cool. But again, I was like, it's already ended like four times, you know, <laughs> it felt like so. Yeah. Uh, Brian, you want, you want to go sh- first? You want me to do that? Um, let's see here. I'm trying to recall because a, a good way for me to tell where a movie falls is when I, uh, how I feel when I'm watching it again, because I watch it one time to watch it. And then I watch it with, for my analytical part. And I had trouble sitting through this on my analytical part. And that was, uh, that was today. And I was just like, eh, I kind of ditched it, which means the only other movie that I had trouble rewatching was uh, Remote Control, but I managed to finish Remote Control upon my rewatch. So this goes below Remote Control. You, so better you than my trouble. Re- you also had trouble rewatching Fright Night. <laughs> yeah. So better than My Bloody Valentine and Basket Case Two. Yeah. Okay. So I'm judging it on my rewatch. Um, I it it was it was it was almost difficult to watch it again. It's just like eh, it, this this I gotta say it. This movie does not have a great deal of rewatch value to me. No, it really doesn't. I agree with you there. I mean, like it's just something I enjoy, so I watch it again. But I know everything that's coming, and you know nothing is as. I mean, that's part you know, of it, but. So. The reason I asked about the, do you think like his goal like gets across is like, I had the same feeling about it. People, I always like Fight Club, and I you always hear the thing about people where they're like, yo, that's the kind of person who took the wrong lessons from Fight Club. And I'm like, when I watched and saw, I was like, I wonder if like there's that group of people that are like, now you love life more, bro, because they like stab you in the hand or something stupid. Um, <laughs> Man, I. I got to say, I, I feel that, yeah, he, him hiding behind his motivation, like, it, it's not his true motivation. I mean, yeah. he, he can say that all he likes, but no. It's just like a sadistic a-hole. Yeah. And now he's free enough. He doesn't have any consequences. Yeah, yeah. consequences are gone. Therefore, right, because he's going because he's got terminal cancer, so he can act like he's teaching lessons, but he can just be a real dick. Yeah, you know? he's he's trying to he he's trying to uh, rationalize what he's what he's desired. Yeah, and if you keep watching this series, it actually brings up more of his motivation for doing it, and he yeah. does just kind of seem dickish as well. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that, um, that, I, I wouldn't say that uh, my knowledge of later uh, movies uh, hasn't influenced exactly. I, I'm, yeah. I'm aware of what happens and I'm like, yeah, it, you get that idea just from him doing it in this first one and you get confirmation in later films. <laughs> like, yeah, you're full of shit. <laughs> the, who do you what if we had the. David Copperfield from Terror Train stuck in the Saw 
contraptions. Do you think he would have survived? It'd Probably been not, because he didn't survive Terror Train. Yeah, but that, <laughs> well, was, that was a sneak attack, Zach. Yeah. You know, he couldn't, you know. Sneak attack, Zach! Uh, the reason I ask is I think that's uh, somewhere where I'm at. It's Terror yeah. Trainer. <laughs> Oh, you haven't uh, even given your ranking yet. Oh, man. Here I was talking. Well, I just figured this would be Arthur's last. No, because, again, I I, that's, that's not what I was coming in with. It's not the I heard your useless of all knowledge time. podcast. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I bitched about having to watch it, but I, like, it's still not without some artistic merit, blah, blah, yeah. blah. It, it sucks when you watch a movie, and it kind of feels like a chore. Yeah, that's... That's kind of what it was. Um, I gotta say, this is right below Terror Train, probably better than Squirm. So, it's it's not the bottom. And, and ooh, right. I, I never got the impression he was going to put it in the bottom, Zach. Just didn't oh, want to watch it. Yeah, I, I got the impression he would because I remember whenever we first talked about it. I think way back on our first episode, and he. Torture porn is not what, for Arthur. Well, what he... It's not exact. This I wouldn't this call this exactly, exactly torture, torture porn. porn. No, yeah, um, see, that's... The I think, I think that this... What his problem was, if you were... Like, he didn't like what it had done to the genre for such a long time. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That too. It wasn't and, exactly the film itself or its own merits. It was just how it influenced the entirety of the genre for like a decade or so. And I think it's because the first one did... Like, this one did well. And it was well received, and a lot of people liked it. And whenever you have something that does that, it really does influence. Yeah, of course. Everything. I mean, how much? How much have you gotten bullet time with stuff after the Matrix? Right. I mean, I. <laughs> so, we we'll, we watch some cheesy movies. There's a group we'll watch them in the VR movie theater. I miss pre-Matrix martial arts, and when I say martial arts. I mean, white dudes who use too many steroids and do a really slow spin kick. Like, mm -hmm. that to me is actually... He misses, he misses Jean-Claude Van Damme. Well, yeah, Bloodsport. Yeah, I, uh, hold on. I don't want to I don't want to mix Jean-Claude Van Damme in with bad martial arts because yeah. Van Damme's kicks are amazing. Yeah. I'm talking yeah, I, about... I, I'm saying you miss that kind of movie. Uh, yeah, like his, of course. That's when his prime stuff was... Yeah, but I, I I didn't want to lump in JCVD with like these really bad like these dudes definitely have not thrown a kick ever and now they're throwing a kick and like yeah. all the ninjas are like white biker guys from the local bar that they just grabbed for the day. Like I just I love that kind of fight scene. And after the Matrix, you were never going to get that fight scene again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, they they really went with um you know get real close with the camera, you know and 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 cut. As often as you can. You're, you like the, where we got eight guys and we're attacking you one on one. I like the renegade, like in like, like in JCVD. the Lorenzo Lamas martial arts type stuff. You know, I, 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 <laughs> I just you know like when you put on a duster and you think you can throw a spin kick, like because you're inspired by the action stars. I like that stuff. Uh -huh. I love the Matrix. I just didn't need every movie to be the Matrix as for yeah. in the martial arts after. Uh, one of these times we'll look at one of the movies that is like that. Do you guys watch <laughs> Brotherhood of the Wolf? No, I have heard of that, but I don't. Me and Mark watched it a lot. It was the French martial arts historical movie. <laughs> like, oh dear. 
<laughs> oh no, I think that's. I don't know. I have watched Kickboxer from Hell. Ah, some <laughs> wise person must have given you that. Um, <laughs> Twenty years ago, almost. Yeah. <laughs> I am aware of this. Um, I don't believe I've watched it. I've only seen a clip, and Mark is the one who showed it to me. <laughs> yes. It would have been. Me and him went to the theater. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, that was one of those things where you're like, this movie's in 1700s France, and it's filled with Matrix action. <laughs> yeah. There's just not a reason, but it came after the Matrix, so why not? Yeah. Uh, let's talk about what we're going to watch next. Mm. And I blanked on that again. I had two ideas after Brian, me and you were talking about the fact that I needed to pick a movie. Mm -hmm. You've had three weeks to come up with a movie. (laughs) I've been busy. Oh, it was going to be one that's, oh yeah. Okay. So we're, I already know what Brian's picking Mm -hmm. uh, for his and shutter now has this up. So at least I'm not being a total dick and, picking something that nobody has access to but we are finally going to watch the cinematic masterpiece that is frankenhooker okay is that a first time for you guys yep yes yes um it's it's another frank hennenlotter and i want to correct a uh uh an inaccuracy i had uh, I had said that uh, Basket Case was going to be the movie that was going to be rated S for shit. It wasn't Basket Case. It was going to be Frankenhooker. Oh, well. So my bad. Um, <laughs> and then there's Frankenhooker, which is known for the Bill, Moore, Bill Murray endorsement. If you see one movie this year, it should be Frankenhooker. So. <laughs> yeah, I heard it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, uh, very excited. We're going to do a Frank Hennenlotter double, double date this month. It seems like mm. I, I don't want you to change your idea, Brian. I kind of, no, 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 no. I want, I want us to wrap up basket case and that's going to be, that's going to remember to come up with your modern movie. Oh yeah. Basket what case. would you yeah. be your basket case? Sequel? Yeah, that's yeah. Just keep that up. Cause we, we've had plenty of time. I've been working on time it. to forget. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to let you know. That's that's gonna be part of the. <laughs> if there's time, yeah, there might be there may be plenty to talk about in Basket Case Three. A lot more than the second one, that's for sure. I I almost went the uh, the hobo with a shotgun route. Just because I mentioned it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's one that's ready for some people to go back to, and it's on Prime. Um, so if it's still on Prime in June, that's probably the way I'll go. Um, better watch it now it is the most <laughs> just in case it's the most trauma-esque non-trauma movie I can i've been think. wondering if we're gonna get into traumaville i it's if there's some, like I, maybe the first toxic avenger that one's but they you know yeah that one's it. and then nukem high the nukem first high one. is a good time i'm glad that they exist as a company and they keep doing whatever they do a lot of their movies are are efforts, you know, and I'm not super stoked about getting into too many of them. Nah. Uh, but, but, uh, <laughs> the Toxic Avenger movies get a little wacky. 
Yeah. Uh, Zach, what have you been watching lately? Um, I have actually started watching uh, Rutherford Falls on Peacock. It's a good time with Ed Helms, so... But you can watch the first two episodes for free. Yay. Yay. Got another streaming service out there. Plus, if you've got Peacock, you've got the WWE Network or something. Yeah, it's five bucks a month for the WWE Network on Peacock. <laughs> well, it's like a weird version of the WWE Network where they... Uh, they edited they a bunch it. of stuff. Oh, uh, man. Yeah. They, they, they bought it up, and then they were like wait, what did we get? And they had their lawyers going through and be like, oh, this can't be around. Oh, no. no oh, no. I don't know what got cut, but I know they were going through it all. Let me tell you <laughs> something. Yeah, they've cut, they've cut some matches off of there that they didn't deem no, no, appropriate. No, let me tell you something. I, I uh, happened upon the... Uh, I was, you know, like you do when you're just scan, scanning through uh, YouTube and they'll... they'll recommend stuff based on what you've watched before and lo and behold a match came up that uh, we've all probably pretty much watched live and that was mankind's match against i believe the rock and the, it's the match where he run, won his uh title for the first time i believe uh, that the the uh, heavyweight the wwe yeah it was it was the pre-recorded match that they aired like in january i can't remember it's the one where dx was backing him up and then stone cold came out and right clock yeah clock the rock yeah um (laughs) that'll put butts in seats yeah yeah, that um they heavily edited that match Mm. i thought it was a glitch when i first saw it i was like what 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 the heck i you know like streaming occasionally might lock up oh they they take they, out all headshots. They they cut out all the weapon shots, all of them. Oh my gosh! They, uh, only if they leave the, the audio in. They just freeze the frame before it happens. Ah, no. Any, yes. Any, no. Any chair yes. shot to the head is cut out. No. And the bell shot. That was my like when it happened. Like first time, I just kind of said, "Oh, it looks like it froze up." You know, it, it's it's I, a coincidence. Blah blah blah. I, then the I, bell, the bell, the the ring bell shot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It froze up and then ding, Uh-oh. and I was like, "Oh dear." And I, I think the reason that is is because of the lawsuit that the WWE took from former wrestlers about, uh, you know, CTE and head trauma. That I think that's why they don't do shots to the head on live, you know, their live shows anymore. Well, and at least so now I we think... know that they were taken in vain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and at least, <laughs> yeah, right, good. Well, and I think, action. I think a big yeah. problem that they had was you had. I mean, this is you know, I'm, I just Bully Ray's the one that reminds me the most is Bully Ray would never put hands up when he was taking a chair to the head. He would take it, and or Bubba Ray, but you know, Bully Ray now. But he would just take that full force headshot, and I think that was uh, you know something that they're trying to get away. They don't want to people yeah. to you know. My my problem. I, I, obviously I get it, that, but you're changing is, history. Yeah, well, not only that. Now that now that the the past is the past, and there's no undoing it. No matter how much you freeze frame it and make sure people can't see it anymore, yeah. it's like okay. Now yeah. na- now not not only are is there now permanent damage to the wrestler who chose to do that, because I don't believe it was mandatory because there were guys who would put up their hands. Um. Now the guys who chose to do that, the consequences are indeed in vain and fruitless because now now you can't even well at least See, I, 
I don't know if that might have been an agreement upon the settlement, though, or through the court case. That may have yeah, been something. Yeah, my that my my initial thought was because I was aware of that court stuff, and that was still going on, and they were like, or it, that was old news, and they still had that stuff up. This is a recent thing that I've noticed, mm -hmm. like within the last month or two. Oh yeah, it's, it, they've they've edited them off for about the last year. Almost anything that actually comes from the WWE. It's edited off. Maybe Just, a little bit longer than that. Why well, I want to look up the Hell in the Cell match with Mankind. See what oh, no, it shows it. That shows that, huh? Yeah. And oh, I don't maybe. believe they edited too much of the... The uh, most what, damaging stuff he's ever done, you know, on WWE. Yeah. It's when was the, the Rock frozen. Mankind rumble? Was that 99? Yeah, I quit. Yeah. Um, that sounds right. I will not say those words, you twit. I will not say I quit. Will not, cannot say I quit. Something like yeah. that. Yeah, I just don't remember if that was uh, 99 or two. But that match is where the, you know, that's probably one of the worst beatings Mankind had, with the exception of the Hell in the Cell. Yeah, it's the it's the well, beyond the, the mat kid crying in the, you know. Yeah, I think that was 99. And, and the Rock well, the Hell in the Cell, man, the not like out of them. That, that stuff is the stuff that, was the scary stuff that like right. he still remembers well what he so, can remember anyway yeah do you know do you know the story of why they took the bump off the k the cell on that why mick did it um i don't remember so the undertaker was hurt yeah like, he had a yeah, like his messed up foot or ankle or something yeah and he couldn't do much so that was Mick's idea is, well, we can't do much, and I can't wrestle you better than Sean did in the cell, so I'm going to take this elaborate bump. <laughs> I like hearing it from the Undertaker's perspective. He's like, man, when he was going up that side of the cage, I was like, well, I better make it up there. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like uh, after he choke slams him, Mick, hearing Mick Foley's story about it, he's like, and so I'm out cold, and the Undertaker comes over, and he's like, so hey there, fella, how you doing? <laughs> That's... Not what I, I so I went to go see his his one man show a couple years ago. Uh -huh. The thing I had heard about, you know, after the choke slam through the cage, was Taker just walking up to the ref and it because mankind doesn't remember anything. Like he just yeah. the ref told him that Taker walked up to him and goes, "Go see if he's dead." <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, but it was. It, <laughs> But yeah, I've heard Mick Foley telling it on a. It, it just saw a video of it, and he said the first thing the other taker says to him after he, he comes oh. back, he's like, "Hey, how you doing there, fella?" <laughs> it's the voice he does everything. He's like, he did not say that. He said, "Let's go the fuck home." And <laughs> yeah. then then Mick was pissed because he, who are you to tell me to go home? I can still do this. Oh my god. Yeah, that's that, probably the I got to say uh, if I, of all of wrestling. I think the most hype, the hypest moment was when they were it just it just just fills me with goosebumps every time is when uh, he gets off of the uh, stretcher and starts. Oh, yeah. Going back to the cage back and, back then, and then and then Jr. is selling it so hard. He's like, hey, man, God wants to go back up. Rah, 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 rah. It's just like so great. It's a great moment. Yeah, it's incredible. It may have been ill advised. OK, yeah, yeah. It, it may have been ill advised, yeah, well, but. And the the one that was the worst is the the bump off the top wasn't the worst bump he took. The bump through the cell was the worst. Yeah, that was the bad right. one. And it's because there was supposed to be like three choke slams before the cell broke. No, it wasn't supposed to break. No, it was supposed to break. No, it was supposed to. He's break. talked about it. It is not supposed to have broken. They were. I, the, I've, they, it, the, it, the way they did other moves up there, Zach. You could tell they didn't want to break it. 
No, they uh, it was they, not they supposed feeling to feeling worried them about now. it because the 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 chain link was starting to pop free. Yeah, like, yeah. What I, I don't, what I'm saying is weren't it, supposed it, to be up there. There was supposed to be a sequence of moves right where they went through that was supposed to break the cage and it was supposed to lower as it as it was breaking, come down, and that's coming. You know, that's that's off of uh, the something to wrestle podcast with Bruce Pritchard. He talks yeah, about it, how how it was gimmicked for Nick them to lower. About it, said it wasn't, yeah, but know. it was supposed to eventually give away, but not when it did. And the chair was not supposed to be there to, because the chair is what put his tooth through his uh, nose. I've never heard about any like Mick Mick's one man show. He said it was not, but. Yeah, I don't. I'm, what I'm saying is, it wasn't supposed to go there, but no, throughout it, the course, it was supposed to. the The top of the the the, the cell was supposed to start caving down to the ring. So whenever it finally they, if they went through it, they were only supposed to go through about the length, like a little higher than the turnbuckles. Yeah. So it wasn't supposed to be, you know, a, you know, the twelve foot. Drop. How are they going to lower the cage more? It it's how it was like put together. I'm just telling you the story I heard from you know. From uh, that I've heard on you know Bruce Bridger's podcast where he talks about it. Okay. Who was he? Uh, he has worked for Vince McMahon for like twenty something years. Uh-huh. And WWE he started in eighty seven, got fired in ninety one, ninety two, came back in ninety two, ninety three, uh-huh. worked till two thousand eight, got fired, and then came back just recently. Uh-huh. But he's uh. He wasn't an agent, but he's a producer for him. He usually uh, runs the uh, what they call the gorilla position right before the curtain. Before he's, you go out, he's, he's definitely a guy, Brian. I just I'd never heard any of that. Yeah, I, I I'm just kind of wondering. I, I no offense to your source, but I'd rather take the guys who were in the match's word for it, especially now now that they're pretty much out of it. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm saying that it was eventually supposed to, it was it wasn't supposed to go through in one shot like they did right. like that. Uh, yeah, and they said, like, I mean, I've heard a scene Mick say something where he knew it was going to go through because of how it was popping away that they knew they were they were going to go through. Well, yeah, it was obvious that there were that it was coming down. It's mm-hmm. just they had to be real careful and a lot of their moves subsequent to the, like when they were walking and Taker's foot goes down like a foot mm-hmm. and they were like, Oh, mm-hmm. gotta be careful. Cause the little plastic bits were breaking. Yeah. 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 The construction of the cell was not great. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah. Man. But yeah, this all started from, you know, folks, the censorship that's currently going on. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, so it's like, Oh my God. I do have the uh, Foley winning the title on a VHS tape in my uh, back room. Well, so it's now solid gold. And, yeah. So, so Brian, do you know where the where I said the comment butts and seats came from? A lot of places, but I don't know its exact. Okay, origin. so um, <laughs> in WC, when this was back when the Monday Night War was still going on, and uh, Eric Bischoff had Tony Schiavone, the lead announcer on WCW Nitro, reveal the ending that Foley was going to win the championship because it was a recorded We have uh, just show. received reports that on tonight's episode of Raw, Mick Foley, Mankind, will be winning their world title. <laughs> Mick Foley, Mick. that'll put some butts in seats. Yep. Used to be here, used to be here as Cactus Jack is going yeah. to win their world title. And that'll you know what happened, Brian? There were butts in seats. Everybody changed the channel. 
from <laughs> Nitro. Yeah, like, and that was like, like the last time million people. And they never over. won in the ratings again. Like, <laughs> like that you changed change everything. Back. You got to change back to see the finger poke of doom. Yeah. Oh, I forgot that was the same night. Yeah, that's yeah. finger poke of doom <laughs> night. You know, so oh. the, the most the you know the the people's champ, the most beloved guy, Mick Foley, winning or <laughs> Nash laying down for Hogan. Which do you want? You know. <laughs> See, I think they got that story from Sean and Triple H, where Sean laid down the year before the European Championship to Triple H, mm-hmm. where they didn't do a match and they act like they were going to fold it out. You know, and then they, I thought the Sean just took the shoulder fun. tackle, huh? <laughs> I think the finger poke's still fun, but yeah, just the, you know, I, I was one of the people who changed the channel. I immediately said, I have to record this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that's the tape I have is because Tony Schiavone told me what was going to happen. Like, yeah. I, I bumped it over to, uh, to raw. And then that's also when WCW was showing the nitro replay like an hour later too. So if you, whatever you miss, you can just jump back on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Ryan, what are you watching? Anything call out? Um, I've been revisiting um, Hell's Kitchen. Nice. Yes. Because Ramsey's hilarious. Mm-hmm. What What are you watching it on, Brian? YouTube. Okay. Yeah, for folks who don't know, um, unless something's changed in the last day or two, uh, the full episodes of Hell's Kitchen are up on YouTube under the channel Kitchen Nightmares full episodes. <laughs> which I've also watched, which is, mm-hmm. I prefer Kitchen Nightmares because he gets real mad at uh, owners who are doing terrible things. In I liked kitchens. Kitchen Nightmares a lot. Yeah, I used to watch that a bunch. My only cooking show that You're I You're going to kill somebody. I think, <laughs> yes. I, oh, they are atrocious. Yeah. I oh. think that's his actual, like, I think that might be his, like, his company's YouTube channel, so... Yeah, they should still be up there because yeah, they yeah. also have a a network that's called mm-hmm. Kitchen Nightmares that you can if you have like Roku or something like that you can get it, yeah. and it subscribes or it will play all Kitchen Nightmares and all the Hell's Kitchens. But I really enjoy some uh, Gordon Ramsay flipping out and yelling at people. Oh yeah, there's a there's a there's a guy who's fun to listen to, you know, and the the fucking bass is fucking raw. <laughs> Did you, did you have you seen that on YouTube? Yes. No, I don't think so. Okay, there's there's a there's um there's I'm gonna look for it right now. And uh yeah. Did you watch talking. the latest season, season nineteen that just came out on Fox? No, not yet. Okay, so I was watching it on Hulu a little bit and at the very first episode this guy overcooks some chicken and then he goes up against somebody that cooks like a great chicken or whatever and they're you know, they're a little competition. At the beginning, he's like, that's how you cook chicken. You make love to it. You just fucked it. <laughs> I think this is it. Uh, yeah. Wait, let me make sure. Yeah, I was looking at the... Uh, the... No, that's not it. Uh... Ah, here it is. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just... See if I can't post this in our uh, get your get your reactions now in oh, the okay. chat here. You don't want to just like hold the speaker up to the thing. No. Okay. There you go. It's in the uh, chat. 
have to watch it later. I can't yeah. watch it. Xbox <laughs> and play this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm down with that. Yeah. Well, Zach, it, 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 if you couldn't hear it, I've seen it, and I've it, it, it's just him doing his thing. But it cuts in like dubstep. Oh, he dropped the bass. That's amazing. Uh... <laughs> That's one of the earlier seasons, I think. I'm not quite sure. <laughs> uh... <laughs> I'm a big. I've been doing. Uh... Talking about cooking shows because they're always good to have in rotation. I, I love uh, <laughs> Cutthroat Kitchen. That's my go-to, and Hulu has a bunch of them up now. So, um, where's the I, lamb sauce? It's <laughs> 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 just like, oh. I like the dice pumpkin ones. One of my favorite too, or the pumpkin. Want more pumpkin in my risotto? I'll give it to you. I'll shove it right up your ass. Do you want it diced or whole? <laughs> oh, um, character. If you have the Patreon for Joe Bob Briggs, you can watch his uh, movie channel review uh, or intro and outro for Frankenhooker from March 21st, 1992. His double feature that night was Martians Go Home and Frankenhooker. Mm-hmm. So, that could be your get you a little more stuff. I will, I'm sure, watch it and bring little tidbits in. Um, I watched My Octopus Teacher. If you need something very soothing and beautiful and full of the ocean and the only living aliens we have on Earth, you can watch a movie about a guy hanging out with an octopus for an hour and a half. It's pretty good. On Netflix. All right. uh, I'm going to say this. I also watched, because for some reason I really like the movie, so I've watched it again recently, is uh, The Founder. The uh, McDonald's one? Mm-hmm. I haven't watched that yet. And oh. I kind of want, I want Gordon Ramsay to actually do a full viewing commentary of it. <laughs> gotcha. Because <laughs> he might be like, oh, so McDonald's wasn't that bad, they just ruined it. <laughs> I, I should I, I need to watch that. I love yeah, you do it it so okay Zach have you seen it? No, I have not. It's pretty good. I like it. Uh, yeah. I also just finished Invincible. <gasps> yeah. Okay. My bad. Uh, it was after episode eight, eight episodes, right? Yeah. I, I definitely think. want to once again tell and I, and I've heard from some some of my friends that listen that they watched it because of this. And kudos to you because congratulations on watching one hell of a journey so far. Uh, definitely don't want to give parts of it. Away. Brian, did you watch any of it yet? I watched it before Zach did. Remember, I yeah. told you. Okay, so everybody finished it so we yeah, can talk for a minute. Eight episodes, the... right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I yep. would just say that, I mean, I don't watch everything that's animation all the time. But as far as American animation, the quality of it, like as far as like putting it head to head with some of the more like crazy animes I've seen before, the animation is so top notch. The voice cast is great. The story adaptation from the comics is just so well done. What a hell of a season. Invincible is just everything right. I'm so happy with it. 
And I'm pretty sure it's got two more seasons. Um, I hope more, but well, no, I, I'm pretty sure they signed him to the second Good. season whenever they were still going, and I think they you signed him to, to the a third. Yeah, did mm-hmm. a third. Um, so whenever I first started watching it, and I really appreciate it, but it, the animation in it reminds me of watching sitting at home and watching like X Men from the ni- the '90s animated, and so I was like, "Ooh, this just kind of." puts me back a little bit but yeah just where they go with it is amazing like 90s x-men meets akira <laughs> mm-hmm. I, don't know. I had a lot of fun with it brian were you pleased with your journey yeah that's why i finished it don't don't just okay. i know what you're talking about it's fun. The fucking bass is fucking wrong. <laughs> no, it's it's a hell of a journey if you haven't started it yet and you <laughs> trust us on any form of recommendation ever this far into your life. Uh, watch Invincible on Prime. Uh, I'm such a fan. Uh, so, anyway, I I think we need to go ahead and wrap this up. This yeah. Is, uh, yeah. Brian, we did almost wanna... as long as the movie is. Well, yeah. Mm, Hopefully well, not. As... <clears throat> well, uh, as far as P- PSAs go for this, I mean, I I don't know what you could do differently to avoid what happens in this movie to anyone. It seems like, oof. I guess we could talk about uh, Murtaugh. I mean, he makes some mistakes. He he gets a little tunnel vision. And it happens, you know, uh, it happens with, you know, journalists, anyone, any, and, uh, you know, cops, anybody who who has a preconceived notion of, okay, basically, Murtaugh, which isn't his real name in the movie, by the way, um, I'm just making a joke because, you know, lethal weapon. He gets the idea that this man is guilty, and he just pursues that throughout the entire flick for the most part and that's kind of what helped save the day a little bit what could be saved of the day but in the end you know he was wrong and uh, it ultimately cost him I think he got a little too tunnel vision and didn't quite see everything around him and eventually that took him out so just you know try not to get too focused you know you can you can have a goal and you can focus on it but once things start saying hey maybe i'm wrong maybe you should listen and not end up crazy with a slashed throat